0: know a lot about golf.
1: Well, we're waiting. Hey,
0: once again, it is time for us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher, Jeff Smith, down in Florida now. By the way, before you jump in, get a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash golf guys. Right from um a gentleman who just found us recently the podcast online cool. and he was he was uh, extolling the virtues of listening and uh, he lives in Florida so, Oh really? Yeah cool. so I told him um you know he sh- that you were in bonita bonita springs Yeah yeah I am. and um, and he said well he lives on the other side of Florida but he was headed to fort myers and this weekend and he may check you out so well he should Yes that's anybody who's in Florida temporarily for lives there, visits there, vacations there. Bring your sticks. Come call on, Jeff. Play better by the time you leave. Let's get it done, man. It have is some it.
2: fun with it, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cause nothing is not
2: fun with Jeff.
0: <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> Look, I want to have some fun when I'm talking about golf. Yeah.
0: I mean, golf is fun. And if you can't have fun talking about it, how can you have fun doing it?
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: what's wrong with you, that's, right? You know, come on. You know, there, all these people, and that's one of the things that really ticks me off, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about. Well, that is the major thing we're going to talk about today is things that tick us <laughs> off on a golf course. <laughs> and one of the things, you know, is, is you know, you invite friends because you like their friends, right? That means they 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 share conversations. They share the same senses of humor, the same likes and stuff to tune to. And then some of them get on the golf course, man, and they completely do a one eighty. They're yeah. like super
2: serious, man. Too irritable, right? Yeah. Just like, they just get to be a little bit too. I don't know. I mean, it's like like hey, wait a minute, what happened to the fun we're having here? Yeah, and they're like, we're not yeah. supposed to do that. I'm like, what do you mean? It's exactly why we're out here. Come on.
0: Yeah, like I get some I, of these beeps
2: are just a little too serious. I, you know,
0: there's a thing now, and I can understand for some reason, I think it was the golf announcers who started making it sound like you needed to be really quiet when
2: you played golf. Oh yeah. I think that's right. Like they're supposed to be whispering, because if we whisper, we won't break their concentration.
0: Yeah, and concentration is so important. <clears throat> so So all those guys now that spent all that money on those speakers that magnetically connect to the frame of the golf cart and blast classic rock at 108 decibels, they don't bother me, man.
2: You know, turn the music off. No, I'm not going to turn the music off. What's wrong with you? John, I'm telling you, I find that the people who want to play music on the golf course hang around to other people like them
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it's all okay until they run into judge Smales. <laughs> yes. And then all of a sudden music is illegal at Bushwood. That's right. I, we that's don't do, do that it. here. <laughs> well, you know, and I've been at places that, that really, you know, they frown upon these things at this establishment, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I know. get it.
2: I, I do. I really understand. So I think that, that everybody who, you know, is the speaker in music crowd needs to at least pay attention to where they are and who's around them. Because yeah, they like the music and yeah, they like it loud enough for others to hear it. And they act like they don't care until of course, they're really irritating somebody else. And it's like, all right, Let's at least have a little bit of courtesy for the people who don't like it. And the people who don't like it, don't be so damn irritated. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm out here for the scenery, and I'm out here for the tranquility and the silence of it. Like, really? Then stop cussing and kicking your bag. <laughs> and, and the guys who tell me, I can't concentrate with the music on. I've seen you play. It makes no difference. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Maybe you could use a little music and relax a little bit. I did it. Get in a rhythm. Come on, let's yeah. go. You know, right. <laughs> look, it, it, everybody's got to chill out on that one. Right. It's always one of those things. Well, I can't do this because he's that guy is wearing loud pants. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, look, it, it, I think if everybody basically understood, all they had to look around is just say, let's all get along on that. It's not neither of those two things is that big a deal. I don't know. I don't like hoodies. I don't like those joggers. I don't like those joggers either. God, they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> God, they're stupid. I'm telling you. This is the dumbest looking thing I have ever seen. I don't care who thinks that those are great. I think those are just dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway. That that's it's like where like I didn't even like them when they're the the uniform in baseball because right that's kind of where that yeah that same look right tight around the ankles got the little thing going down that little stripe going down the leg and all that yeah. stuff I thought it was stupid then too
0: yeah I right? got you I'm with you yeah
2: but it just I don't know something about it that's just dumb on a golf course <laughs> I don't know
0: yeah but you know what I never got the fact as, as doing just a, a little aside on on uh, fashion. I don't understand why you can't wear cargo shorts on high-class golf courses. They I mean, I'm st- cool with it. I'm not going to, you know, fight it and anything, but why? They look dumb. Well, of course they look dumb, but they look dumb at, at Kmart too, or Walmart or whatever stores you right. go to.
2: Right. But, but that's what it is. They just don't like looking. It looks a lot of the, a lot of the old stuffy crowd just goes, Oh, it looks sloppy. They look like a bum. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice place like okay I understand right yeah. okay you want people right. to look gentlemanly yeah yeah if
0: you don't want if you don't want to dress the way they want you to dress right. and don't play there
2: here's the other here's the other thing too they got the hoodies now everybody that's like the latest thing for people yeah. to complain about yeah you see people PJ tour guys wearing hoodies now and all that yeah. stuff because uh-huh. you know and and they weren't wearing them when it wasn't going to be like a fashion statement. But then all the clothing manufacturers say, well, it's a fashion statement, so we're going to put it on our tour players because we got them under contract. So then they can go, see, Justin Thomas has got one on. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to put it in every golf shop because Justin Thomas got one. Oh, you freaking put it on him anyway.
0: Yeah. Under penalty.
2: (laughs) Right? We have no idea at all. If there was this smorgasbord of clothing that Justin Thomas could bu- could be given and wear, if that was one of the pieces that he would pick up himself and decide that he wanted to, we have no idea because oh, he doesn't really get to. I can
0: guarantee you that he doesn't. Uh, I, I get. The
2: outfits. I, I they I sell get, the outfit, and they know that he's the mannequin for it. Yeah, I, I get
0: so emails uh, every Thursday or Wednesday, whenever they come in. Yeah, Wednesdays on from from clothing manufacturers that show you the outfit that their guy is going to wear each day of the four days of the next tournament.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was about to mention the same thing is like, we all can do this. We all can understand that they are being handed these clothes. Yes, they fit them well. Right. But yeah. nonetheless, here's your Thursday outfit. Here's your Friday outfit. Here's your Saturday outfit. Here's your Sunday outfit. Make the damn cut so we can do it. So we can get it all right. (laughs) That's That's our job. You don't get to keep the last two, (laughs) (laughs) but that's the, that's what they're trying to sell. Yeah. And here's the funny part about that is I'm on, since I've been a club professional and I've bought clothing, they're selling that stuff to me to get in my golf shop six months in advance. Mm-hmm. So by the time Justin Thomas or Rory or Jordan Spieth has it on them on television, it's already in my shop
0: on a rack ready to go.
2: They yeah. already know they yeah. already, this stuff is so well-scripted. Yeah. I mean, literally it's like, it's almost as well-scripted as say the NFL <laughs> or <laughs> wrestling, maybe even wrestling, yeah, right? <laughs> Something like that, but they're not messing around with that stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they got, these guys die. have contracts. They tell them exactly what's going to wear. They show up at the event. They don't even have, If you notice when tour players get out of their, get off their helicopter and they get out of their rental car and all this and the bags that they carry, they're small. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is lugging the clubs, right? Oh yeah. But they're just carrying the small little bag. You know why? Cause everything's there waiting on them. Yeah. The brand new pair of shoes is there. Yeah. Pretty sure their underwears there too. Socks, yeah. the, the whole, Sox, thing, right? the the
0: whole thing. nine yards yeah. and gloves, you, you reams, thousands and thousands of brand new gloves. These guys
2: on TV, there's not a crease in their shoes. Not no. one of them. They haven't worn those shoes yet.
0: Nope. Right? Not at all.
2: You see that and you're like, okay, brand new hats, brand new everything. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah.
0: And that's- that's.
2: So it makes you wonder, would these guys have ever chosen? Somebody else has decided that hoodies were going to come into fashion. Mm-hmm right or made Somebody it decided that
0: yeah yeah they decided they were fashion. going to ford forge the fashion trend
2: that's right they're going to create the demand for it yeah yeah
0: let's yeah. start with the the cup team didn't it, it.
2: So they, yeah and they sell it yeah. to us in the golf shops going just wait you'll see them on tv people are going to come in and get and want these yeah. things promise wow. me you've got to buy two dozen yeah. of those or you're missing the boat well, and they're another- Another
0: week, you're going to be at the uh, PGA merchandise show in Orlando. Yeah, that's right. And all of the manufacturers are going to be there, and they're going to have all of the stuff that all the pros are going to be wearing on TV all this coming season. Of course. And and it's all going to be there, and you're going to have to buy it. Yeah. Because they're going to say, "Hey, this is what who you know. This is what Rory's going to be wearing. This is what you know, Justin Thomas, all those people you mentioned. This is what they're going to be wearing."
2: Well, here's so, the here's the question now. Like yep, here's what John Rom's gonna be wearing. Really? Where can yeah. I see it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh well,
0: <laughs> you win a few, you lose a few. People. Um, I just wonder, and you know, we, we're gonna have to take a quick break here, real quick. But I just wonder what happened when the well, the crew neck golf yeah. shirts,
2: yeah, the mock became neck.
0: very passion, very fashionable. Yeah. How about all these have-to-have-a-collared-shirt-or-you-can't-play golf courses? What happened to those guys? They changed that rule real quick, didn't they?
2: Yeah, all it took was Tiger to wear it.
0: Yeah, loaded loaded up the crew necks on the racks and, uh collars. Who says you have to have a collar? We're cool. All right, we are those weekend golf guys. Things that tick us off.
3: We'll be right back. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Defense Attorneys, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. If you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn how you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. We're offering a free $250 Visa gift card to show you how we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. Call today for your complimentary free consultation and learn how to get your $250 Visa gift card. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427.
0: And we are back those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is golf magazine top 100 instructor, Jeff Smith. And we are talking to you about things that tick us off. I have another podcast. Not just,
2: not just, not, not just in general. No,
0: I I have a, a, another podcast I do with, um, with a gentleman who works with us and, um, it's called the approach shot. And we interview athletes and authors and, celebrities, quasi-famous people who play golf. And we talked to them about their careers and about their golf game. And um, this current, last week, we talked with Fred Barnett, Arkansas Fred from the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Okay. Um, fast man, but he he lives in the Bahamas now. Well, good yeah. for him. Yes. And he drinks while he plays golf and he smokes cigars while he plays golf as do a large number of people. That would
2: be a retirement job is playing golf yeah. while relaxing. Yeah.
0: Right. But It was funny because his drink of choice at home is bourbon. Yeah. But he won't drink bourbon while he's smoking a cigar. And he has reasons because he is a connoisseur. <laughs> I had no idea what he was talking about, but we just let him go. Uh, oh. But
2: but I he thought drinks- he just didn't want to double up on the things that taste like crap. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks scotch. Oh, I'm he thinking- did double <laughs> up on the things, <laughs> that
1: <talking> that <laughs>
0: taste- things that taste like crap.
2: <laughs> My God, why did not he just have a piece of watermelon all at the same time? <laughs> hit the trifecta. <laughs> but-, <laughs>
0: God. but that's one thing that a lot of people don't like because a cigar is a very distinctive odor. (laughs) Can we put it that way? Which some people can tolerate. Others cannot. Yeah. And the smoke wafting around tends to uh, bother some people.
2: Yeah, it does. I got over that. Yeah, I mean,
0: you're you're in the outdoors. If you can't smoke in the outdoors without people complaining about it, You know, then stop hanging around with those people.
2: Look, if I don't like the smell of that particular cigar, I'm just going to step aside and let the smoke go by me. Yeah, yeah. Instead of getting, I got a I got a guy that I know uh, from back in Columbus, Indiana. That anybody lights up a cigar in the group, Uh he turns and says, "You know, I'm allergic." And we're like, "Um, "Jerry, go upwind, yeah, not downwind, yeah." Everything will be fine, uh-huh. but he just has a thing.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, he's, he's that what, guy. He's that he is guy. That guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and what happens to that guy is that guy oftentimes finds himself hard to find a partner to play
2: with. Yeah. No, he does. He does. He, he does. I hate to say it, But he he did. That's so true. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't really care because some cigars don't have such a stench about them that I just want to move. And some do. They do. Yes, Some do. do. I just move. I don't even ask the guy who's smoking them to not smoke them or to walk away from them or do anything. I just readjust myself and we're still talking because I'm not bothered by the guy's cigar. Yeah. If I don't like the smoke smell, because some of them it really don't smell all that bad. No, no some and of them... some really do. Yeah, some of them like they. That, I don't know what that thing is, but it it didn't come out of anything. <laughs> right. There's nothing in nature stuff like that. <laughs> That's like burning tires. What are you doing smoking that? Yeah, I mean, there's some that are out there like that.
0: There is a gentleman that we know that has played with us on many an occasion, who consumes alcohol. Oh, yes, definitely I
2: know who we're talking about.
0: And copious amounts. Yeah. And the only vestige of him drinking more than he should have is the volume of his speaking voice. Yeah, that's right. As as he gets around the 15th and 16th hole.
2: <laughs> you can hear that dude in the clubhouse. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing that just prior to that, though, prior to the decibel level going up, he can putt better. Yes,
0: can. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does the math. If, if he can see
2: two holes in front of him, he just kind of shoots for the middle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Go, yeah, I think I can do that. Yeah, it kind of works better. He's a couple of balls, a couple of putter heads. Uh, but <laughs> but- when he looks down. <laughs>
0: Which one of these do I hit now but yeah but that guy is another guy who might at times find it difficult to be invited out to play golf because five hours so. is, is way is too long to it drink really, it, continuously
2: it, yeah and and the people you know I don't I don't drink um, I, I don't drink on the golf course I don't it, and it's to me playing with somebody who's drinking is one thing. But playing with somebody who's drinking more than they ought to be drinking is when I have now not having any more fun. Yeah, right. I'm like, come on, there, there's point. But that's the trouble with with all the time. You know, you get people to start drinking, and they're happy, so they keep drinking. Yeah, because they want to be happier. The next thing you know, nobody's happy, and they're <laughs> on the, the cart tires. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're yeah. like, hey, come on, like, somebody's got to clean that up, dude. <laughs> right. A poor cart attendant. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, we got to, we got to be careful with all those things. Can't just go out there just willy nilly ticking people off. Yeah. You know, some, yeah, of, those, then, some yeah. of those guys, you know, they're, they're always the, they're the, they're the loud ones. And they're the guys that they, they have the, you know, there's a handful of people on the golf course that just kind of flat out irritate everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. The, here's what you did wrong guy. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I think out of all the guys that you want to throat punch on the golf course, that might be the first guy. Mm-hmm. I think so.
0: It, it definitely is because he doesn't know either yet. He is very willing to describe in great detail what it is you did wrong.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when he does something that screws up, he automatically spits out the reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hi. Both- lift it up. Or most of the time it was somebody else's fault for bothering Mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Your music's too loud. Maybe. You belched in my backswing. Can't believe that (laughs) cigar smell has bothered me so bad. Right. I got smoke in my eye. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Right. But I think that's the guy, like, I think universally across golf, across the world, I think out of all the people and all the things that irritate, Golf as a general rule, uh, golfers as a general rule is that guy. Yeah. Is the I know what you did wrong and I want to tell you guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one. I think that if you didn't have that guy and you put slow play guy in your group, I think people would trade the slow play guy in for that and take that trade every day.
0: Well, you know, who's even worse or, or maybe just as bad on a flip side of the coin as to, I know what you did wrong guy is the guy who tells you how to do what it is you're about to do.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of goes in the same personality. Yeah. Yeah. Trait. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, John, let
2: me tell you how to hit the shot. Look at this. I'll show you. I know how to do this here. Let me show you. Here's what you're going to want to do. Yeah. Okay, here's what I want to do. I want to take this six iron out right now. <laughs> I want to line it up right on your side of your skull. And I want, to <laughs> I want to rip one 300 yards up the middle with a six iron. <laughs> Let's see if this golf ball will fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, those guys know, are I, terrible. Yeah, th- there's, other, there's other things, right? <clears throat> the slow play guy. I mean, look. Uh-huh. Nobody's in love with a slow play guy. But it's the guy who's like unprepared to play, and that's mm-hmm. why he's slow. I think that irritates people more than the guy who just saunters and doesn't yeah. walk briskly. Right. There's because one of them is just slow generally. Right. But when somebody's like, not ready to play when it's their turn. And then they're unaware of things in life. Like, Hey, guess what? You're on a golf course and there's your ball and your clubs are behind you and get out of your cart and go mm-hmm. get a club and go hit on the green. They mm-hmm. do not even know that. Cause they're too busy telling their story or whatever they're doing, top texting on their phone or talking on the phone or whatever it is. They're not engaged. And they're not even in it. I think that irritates people more than just the guy who walks slowly.
0: Well, the guy, maybe even no excuse. The guy who sits in the cart, watching his cart partner play his ball. And only then after that shot is complete, does he get out of the cart, pick a club, saunter over to his ball yeah, and start his shot
2: routine. Yeah. That kind of stuff right there is just a huge waste of time. And then everybody else is like, okay, come on. Just don't make me stand there and watch this clown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It just gets to be an irritant. Sometime so people, today, if, buddy. If that's you, a couple of suggestions, if that's you, people. How about that you pay attention to, hey, while it's other people's turns, can I prepare? Exactly.
0: And there's a lot yeah. more suggestions the guys get coming too, but we're going to have to do this first. <laughs> Talk about being slow and hanging you up there and anticipation. We are those Weekend Golf Guys, and we'll be right back.
4: If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation. Saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1097. 800-987-1097. That's 800-987-1097. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution.
0: Okay. We are back those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. We're talking about things that tick us off on the golf course. We're talking about slow play guy, slow play guy who hangs out and is not ready to play, watches everything, watches the birds fly around, watches everybody else hit and then goes, Oh, well maybe I should hit now.
2: If, if the guy that just wants to dawdle and be that guy and be unaware, there is a tea time that I want him to have. Last one. The one behind me, (laughs) right? The one right behind me. That's what I want. (laughs) Look, I don't need to be a dang jackrabbit. I don't have to play in three hours and come hell or high water. I'm going to go hands on hip and it all the way around, you know, because somebody else teed off in front of me. Right. No, I just don't want to be with a guy who's going to play so slowly that the, we're going to all going to watch the grass grow. Right. You know? Yeah. We, we don't, you know, uh, it, that's the, Hey, while we're young, right. Come on, let's go. That's right. That's the guy. I don't want to, I don't want to go to play with that guy a second time ever yeah. because it just ruins everybody's mojo. Yeah. Yeah. And- we don't have a normal human pace. And then we find somebody who's the boat anchor of the group. Mm-hmm. The guy plays so slowly that you can watch the paint dry on the golf ball. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. You're like, mm-hmm. please, somebody. Yeah. Somebody do something. Right? It's it just, you just look like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Let's dump this guy. Yeah. move on. I'll get out and walk and just go. I'll take my bag, sling it over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. You're out of here waiting. I'm going to go hit my next shot and the yeah. one after and then the
0: one after that, yeah, I'll see it. I'll see you in the bar when you're done, uh, tell you the slow play guy that really pisses all of us off. This is the guy it's a part. I'm going to sit the scenario. Okay. It's a par five. You, you <laughs> pull kidding. up to the T and, and your group on the T is the third group on the whole. There's a group close to the green or on the green. There's a group who have obviously already ar- arrived at their drives. And they're ready for their second shots. And in that group, as they're 263 yards from the green, (laughs) is a guy who pulls out a three wood and just sits there taking practice swings, waiting and waiting and waiting for the green to clear. It finally clears. And then you're still waiting for him to hit his third shot. Because he topped his second
2: shot and it went about twenty yards. That's right. And then that guy needs to be shot. If that's guy guy in my group, and he pulls that out and, and you just stand there and look at him, and go, we waited for that. For that exactly, <laughs> right? But but there it's it's always the un, that's I call him unrealistic guy, right? Mm-hmm. He just killed his driver a good whopping 215 220 right off a tee with his driver yeah full wind up full send, pumping his fist slapping his buddy on the arm going look i got a hold of that one (laughs) and he's got 260 left in yeah i think he's gonna do that a second time this time it's gonna be off the ground with a three wood and he's gonna make it
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: got news for you fella You'll be the first guy in history to do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) on the other side. And as a little entertainment you can do for yourself, uh, if you go to facebook.com and go to the league of extraordinarily average golfers, which is a great group that you should be a part of anyway, there is a video of, of a golfing group. And one person in the group is toying with the idea of hitting his shot but knows that since there are people on the green, the chances have increased that he will hit into them. Yeah. And that's true because when you don't want to hit it too hard, you don't overtry, and therefore usually swings more smoothly and have a better contact
2: and better ball flight. And oddly enough, then that one could go on there and you're like, what happened? Yeah. I didn't think there was any way I could get it there. And what
0: happens in the video is he hits and kills somebody on the green. And the the rest of the video is a conversation between him and God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's funny. You just got to check it out. Uh, Facebook.com league of extraordinarily average golfers. Check it out there. But anyhow, yeah, that, that guy. um, And, and for some reason, that guy's always in front of me. I don't know why. Maybe it's just that all of us at times have that urge or that, that, Feeling of grandeur or whatever, or let our ego get in the way. Like, yeah, I can get there from here. Mm, no, you can't. Just, just yeah. hit the ball, okay? Right. And if you think you can get there with a three wood, then hit a nine iron, because we don't have time for you to
2: sit there and wait. Yeah. And they're like, "Come on, I can, I can do this." And we're like, "We've seen you play." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just, just stop. Yeah. Stop right now. Yeah. Please. Stop while you're ahead. Really, mm. you're already on your shot. You're only on your on your eighty seventh shot, and we're on the thirteenth hole. Let's <laughs> go! <laughs> Believe me, we've had lots of time for, to be counting these strokes, right, with little tally marks. Based on all the shots you've taken, yeah. we got plenty of time to count. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. All right. So there's other people on the golf course, right the The guys who are painfully unaware. And will make all kinds of noise. Like when it's not their turn and they're interrupting everybody mm-hmm. who's actually trying to concentrate, there'll be, you know, hands in the bag of chips, crunch, 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 munch, 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 mm-hmm. throwing the phone down in the cart. Cause they're mad at who they were just yelling out on the phone or texting or something,
1: mm-hmm.
2: They get out and they're, you know, digging in their golf ball pockets for all kinds of things, your golf bag pockets, you know, like, okay. Well, let let's just be, have a little courtesy, yeah. just a little, right? the The guy who is that guy. He's the same guy that after he gets done playing, and and he's walking back to the cart, and you're settling into your your shot. He just walks back, back and slams his club into his bag, and the clubs go clanging around <laughs> right in your backswing. Yeah, same guy.
0: Yeah, or the guy who opens the beer in the middle of your backswing.
2: Yeah. yeah, you're like, and it's like he was waiting for that to happen. Exactly. He's trying exactly. to time, he's trying to time <laughs> it so perfectly. I was going to see if I could get it to happen. <laughs> see if I could happen right at the moment that you touched your ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's great. You, you, Ten seconds couldn't happen, right? Five seconds, two seconds later couldn't have been. Now, nah, yeah. You, you had to, yeah. You know. Or the guys who who
0: who have a, a car partner and they take their shots and they start talking. Like nothing else is going
2: on on the course. You know, that's radio guy too. Yeah. That's speaker guy. Yeah. You know, Mr. Oblivious.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, speaker guy, because after a while, I mean, you, you can tune out anything. Yeah. And you know, as long as the music's not blaring, you know, when I said earlier in the show, 108 decibels, that was a, a, a gross exaggeration doesn't have to be and most of the people I know do not play it anywhere near that loud.
1: Yeah. But, is, but
0: still it becomes background noise and you know, you don't have to worry about it. It's not jarring, but when somebody shoots and suddenly starts talking, um, especially if it's something interesting that you want to hear, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> like some juicy gossip or something, I mean, you're, it is going to bother you. You're going to listen and you're going to need to, uh, you know, ask him to, you know, please just shut up.
2: Yeah. You know, there's, there's so much truth in that. Here's some other, some other stuff that's interesting. Okay. So Mr. Oblivious that we just got done talking about. Right. He's also the guy that's essentially just playing by himself, even though there's three other people.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: He drives to his ball even if he's got to pass yours or right. pass somebody else's. And then he doesn't help you look for your ball. Cause he's not aware that you're even there. Yeah. Right. And then the guy sitting next to him is always going, Hey, John, my ball's back there. Yeah. Oh, okay. He turns around and goes, get it. After he's already hit his shot and the guy standing next to him, sitting next to him is always got his head in his hands going, why yeah. am I playing with this guy? Because yeah. they're yeah. just into themselves so much that they just can't realize that there are other people around that they're actually, it's a social game and yeah. they're being antisocial. They're the guy that's going to hit the bunker shot. While you're doing your thing, he's going to walk out of the bunker, rake the bunker, lean over the edge of the bunker, drop the rake, kick the sand off his shoes, Yeah, you know, like take the wedge and smack it on the bottom of his shoes nice and loud. Right. When you're in the middle of your putt, uh-huh. And drop his clubs on the side of the green, and then go up and mark his ball, all while other people are doing their thing. Yep, that's what's going to happen.
0: That's exactly right, exactly right. And he and he has he has a friend, um, who we'll talk about when we come right back. There's two more things that really tick me off. Um, the Mister Oblivious's friend and then another group of people who we all have dealt with to one degree or another every time we have played golf we are those weekend golf guys what out there really ticks you off let's stop doing it this season okay we'll be right back have you ever tried to buy gold and silver and felt like you were talking to a used car salesman that's because the precious metals industry is like the wild west salesmen can say pretty much anything or make any promise they want without repercussion But Genesis Gold Group is different. They're a faith-driven Christian precious metals company and believe in educating their customers, not pressuring them for a quick sale. Genesis Gold Group focuses on customer service, not sleazy marketing. Genesis Gold Group is named after the first book of the Bible for a reason. Proper stewardship of wealth is their specialty. Find out why they've earned a 5 out of 5 rating through the Better Business Bureau and
3: how they can help you secure your wealth of retirement through physical precious metals. Call right now to learn more. 800-239-6987. 800-239-6987. 800-239-6987. That's 800-239-6987.
0: And we are back, Those Weekend Golf Guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100 Teacher. We're talking about things on the golf course that happened that really piss us off. or things that you might do, maybe you do or do not realize it ticks people off. We just talked about Mr. Oblivious, the guy who doesn't really pay attention to anything else going on with the other three people in his foursome.
2: Yeah, that's the dude that probably people are going to throat punch second. I think the first guy, you know, we're yes, talking Mr. About what You enough. Did
0: Wrong and yeah, the second right. guy I is think, Mr. I think Oblivious. Mr. Oblivious.
2: I think he's the second guy in line to get throat punched. Yeah.
0: Let me tell you that another guy that that I run into a lot and that's Mr. Oblivious to his own game. Yes. The guy who tees off and you know where his ball is, yet he sends you in a totally different direction because God knows what it was he was watching. But it wasn't what he did. It may be what he hoped he had done.
2: (laughs) But when his ball is careening into the trees and rattling around in them, and you say, no, no, I'm down the fairway. Yeah. We're like, which one? And what are you calling
0: a fairway? Or the guy, the same guy who pulls up to a ball thinking, well, this is where I think I hit my ball and just takes another shot. Doesn't check.
2: Yeah. You know, you get up it's to the green. 80 yards in front of the one he actually hit.
0: Yeah. And it's in, and, <laughs> and it's like uh, man, you hit the wrong ball. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well,
2: you hit mine, I'm, I'm
0: going to take a par on this hole <laughs> <laughs> and it's your fault. <laughs> but the, yeah the thing that really we all have dealt with and I hate to cast aspersions upon members of my generation. It's not always old guys, but most often it's old guys, but it's the group, the foursome on the green putting like they're putting for the world championship. <laughs> the flags out. One guy is down on his scrunched down like a Yogi Berra and he's, you know, checking the plumb bobbing with everything.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: then the next guy does it after this guy misses the putt. Then the next guy does the same crap. Then the third guy does the same thing. Then the fourth guy does the same thing. And then they all start the rotation over again. It's
2: like, (laughs) guys take a two and move on. There are people out here, you know, Right. This is yeah, when you're playing in the scramble and everybody's reading it. No, no, you, it's got to go right over this mark. And it's no, 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 you you pulled that one. Oh no, no, you pulled no no, it's gotta be like, oh my God, somebody shoot every one of those people. <laughs> yes, <indeed. laughs> Get up, read the putt, look at it. And if everybody would just shut up and be a ball watcher and yeah. see what the ball did, yeah, really literally, by the time the second guy's hit his putt, you know exactly what happened.
1: Yeah. You You watch the first
2: one and you watch the second one. You're like, I know what's going to happen here. Yeah. By the time you, if you're the third guy in that foursome putting and somebody has to tell you anything at all, like, oh no, that was a good line. They just hit it too hard because it's eight feet past. I think we know. (laughs) I think we know. We could figure that out. Yeah, we can. Yeah. yeah. How would you ever know if it's eight feet past if it was actually a good read? No, it just <laughs> lipped out, just barely, just grazed the lip. Yes. Yeah. Almost and, that's got to be. And we line. know how
0: centripetal force works, man. It was going to go in, but it rimmed the, ro- the hole and shot it, out.
2: Know, now that we brought up the whole playing in a scramble thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, guy number one in the scramble as he putts, he jumps up there. Because he wants to get it out of the way. And he'll say, I'll show you guys the line so you can have a chance. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: That's another guy that basically is saying to everybody else, I'm a terrible freaking putter and I don't want to handle the pressure of you guys potentially missing and have to rely on me. So he jumps (laughs) up there first. Yeah. In that case, by God, point it right at the hole so everybody can see what's really going to happen. We don't care if yours goes in or not but at least start it at the hole. If that's your purpose in going up there, jumping up there to go, I'm a terrible putter, I can't handle the pressure, start the ball right at the hole and let everybody see what could possibly happen. Mm. So the rest of these better putters, or at least more confident putters, would at least be shown a line. But those guys who jump up and just get up there and willy-nilly slap it, you can't learn anything.
0: Especially the guys who start before the rest of the group gets there.
2: It was yeah. almost a rant. I don't want to go on a rant.
0: Yeah, don't go a no, no, rant.
2: No, I'm saving that one for the USGA.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got more of those coming to season B, too, people.
1: Because yeah, no, it's on gonna that be one. another
2: season. Because <laughs> <laughs> why the USGA still exists. We know they're good for good material. It's <laughs> like it's like politicians <laughs> and comedians. Yeah. It's a steady dose of <laughs> of material. <laughs> Comedians will never have a have a problem, having it no.
0: no. Not at all. Not at all.
2: So anyhow, those those the USGA, are the I will always have something to rant about. Yes. And and
0: added to the list of things that, that people that piss us off are, are the rules officials. The you war. have you have a rant to do. We've got a few moments left here, man. Do your rant about about Okay. Little Miss Ava.
2: Okay. So I got this this girlfriend of the show. Uh, we all know her, uh, Ava Bunker. She's doing great. She's a 16-year-old phenom, and she's doing terrific. And she's down in West Palm Beach, Florida, last weekend. She's playing in a big tournament, formerly the Junior Honda Classic. This one is just an IMG-branded tournament. Anyway, so a little little rules question within the group. Player A, who she's playing with, Ava's now player B, player C is the third player. So player A, you know, basically violated a rule, admitted it to what she had done. And the rules official said effectively, no, that's that's not violating the rule. But yet it's written right there, plain as day. You know, you're not allowed to move, bend or break anything that's fixed and growing mm-hmm. well she moved and bent that's two of the three right. doesn't have to be all three to make it a rules violation mm-hmm. It's you gotta either move it more bend it more break it well she did two of the three and it was intentional and the rules official said nope that's not it huh. now, wait a minute john you've played golf for a long time yes i have When something seems so like the player is trying to, let's say, influence their line of swing to the ball, you already know that that's a no-no, right? Yes, we know it's a no-no. Here's an example of such thing. Ball sits in the rough. John, you witness your guy that's in your group go up and stand on the rough right dead behind his golf ball. He's standing there he's not breaking it, but he sure is moving that grass, and he sure is bending that grass for the expressed purpose of having a cleaner strike on the back of his golf ball.
0: Exactly, yes.
2: Is that a rules violation?
0: Yes. I mean, not that I'd care in our group, because I'd do it too, but yeah, if,
1: <laughs>
2: if, the, a USGA was, if the USGA was watching, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: right.
2: You know. I'd point it out. Yeah, so something along those lines is is pretty clear and obvious that you can't do that stuff.
0: So did anybody check the genealogy between player A and the rules official?
2: Well, oddly <laughs> enough, we've come to find out that there was some sort of prior knowledge of each other. Aha, uh-huh. okay. That explains a lot, man. (laughs) You know, it's, it's one of those big ones. And it also kind of goes to that rule one of golf, right? You're not allowed to do stuff like that. Violate any rules. When you knowingly violate rules, you're disqualified for the tournament. Yeah. should be that way.
0: Yeah. So she should have been disqualified yet was given a pass by the rules official. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Isn't there a committee that can overrule one rules official?
2: Uh, Except that was the committee.
0: Uh Uh-huh okay yeah so ava came in second yeah yeah okay all right right well i mean you know she knows you know we all know and player a knows
2: oh player a knows yeah the parent of player a knows and the whole rules official player a knows and all the people who are playing the tournament because they all had to go out and you know they took 20 minutes or so at the end go back and recreate the scenario while everybody else had to wait because of course that's you know trophy ceremony and all that stuff right Mm -hmm. so everybody was waiting and hearing about the whole thing so everybody playing in tournament new
0: and then there was an additional rules violation is that she signed the scorecard even after admitting the rules violation so that's another rules violation
2: right so we're like you know you just look at it like come on just just do the right thing once just once just once that's all it takes
0: Anyhow, that's some of the stuff uh, that, that ticks off not only us, but every golfer who has ever set foot on a golf course. So yeah. this year, because I am sure I have, been, I, have, I have been guilty of some of those infractions, you have been guilty of some of those infractions. This year, just don't do it, okay? Just keep, keep in mind things that you do that are ticking off the people, not only behind you, but with you and in front of you. The next time you go out and play some golf,
1: don't cheat anybody.